and three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from feminist issues, feminism, and anything in between. Wait, was that right? Wait, what do we say? What do we say? Where we talk about anything from women empowerment. Where we talk about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it again. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to edit with that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. Today, you are joined by your your co-hosts, Megan Hoharts and Kenzie Meekback. As if they were joined by anyone else. <laughs> I think we both do that every week. You're like, today you're joined by the co-host that hosts this thing every, every single week. week. <laughs> you're welcome. Welcome back. I don't know why we say that. I don't know. It's funny. Because I still get nervous introducing it for some reason. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Kenzie, how was your week? Megan, I remember my week. Finally. Finally. I have the worst memory. Tell Um, me about your week. Well, last Monday, we recorded the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then on Tuesday, we worked on secret developments that you might see soon. We're so excited about it. No, no, that's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Tuesday, I got my hair done. Oh, pretty. It's ever so slightly darker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. It looks very healthy. Yes. Shouts out to Larissa. And so, yeah, they put like, or she did, she put like a treatment in it. So it looks good. Um, And then we had our secret project on Wednesday. Yeah, super secret. Super exciting. Super exciting. Uh, Thursday night, my mom came in. Oh, fun. Yeah. And so my mom was in town this weekend and we ate dinner. We basically ate the whole time I walked around. That's (laughs) what we do whenever. So above, you're going to hear Aaron. Likely. Aaron's my brother-in-law and you're going to hear him because him and his co-host Rob are hosting their podcast. Still got nothing. Oh, one of our lights went out. Hold on. Technical difficulties entertain Megan while I'm away. Okay, Kenzie, I will start to tell you about my week. You've already heard part of it because I told you because I couldn't not tell you. Um, so I am getting Invisalign. I told you guys that in the past. I'm getting Invisalign. But before I do that, I had to go to a specialist, a gum specialist. And it turns out that I have to get a bone graft. And what that means is they have to pry open my bottom gum, like flap it open, and then stick bone in there to make my my bone stronger. And then they then they sew the gum back up. And it's dead people's bones that I'm getting. Ew. <laughs> Kenzie was like, whenever I told Kenzie what had to happen, Kenzie was like, oh my gosh, you better make sure that the energy is good from the bones. And I was like, oh my gosh, I better do that. How am I going to do that? And then I was starting to think about how I'm going to make sure that the bone has good energy. What if I get what? Like a mass I know. I'm really curious where this bone is coming from, but I've donated my org. All of my organs are going to science and to, I'm an organ donor and I'm a bone donor. I'm an everything donor. So one day all of my bones and stuff will get reused hopefully. And so, you know, maybe it was just a really great person who wanted to donate their body to science and donate it to, um, people who need it like me. Other people need it way more than I do. It's just a tiny little bone in there. That's fine. I think it look. I mean, one light is better than none, like we used to have. <laughs> Why does that one other one not work? I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to return it because, like, from the second I bought it, it has gone in and out. It has flickered. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we're operating now on one light. Apologize for the technical difficulties, but yeah, no. If you get bones in your mouth. You're going to definitely have to like see where they came from. Are you allowed to do that? Or is it like anonymous? I don't know. I'm going to ask the doctor guy. It's probably a good person though. I feel like you have to consent to give your body away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So it's probably a good person. I'm really nervous about it though. Uh, uh, you have to like, like put sage around the bones. <laughs> hold on. Your doctor's like, hold on, like, doctor. This is for religious purposes. And you just like hit it with some sage and you're like, all right, the spirits are good with this bone. And he's like, what? Is this chick on drugs? <laughs> no, I'm just weird. <laughs> yeah so um that's gonna be a really that sounds painful though i'm really nervous about it it doesn't happen until january because um i am not gonna have insurance for 90 days because of my new job i think i'm gonna pick you up and drop you off or just sit with you all day yeah and then you can record me you you now have changed your mind at first she's like "Mm." and now she's like now you can record me (laughs) (laughs) It may be good content. <laughs> Do it for the vine. <laughs> now Vine's dead. R.I.P. Um, okay. okay, so that was my Wait, week. I'm so not. You go. We on go back. <laughs> <laughs> and then we ate, and then we hiked, and then where'd y'all hike? We hiked a few places. We hiked like this coal creek area where it used to be a coal mine. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, we hiked there, which is pretty. And then mm-hmm. we went to Bellingham. Oh, that's a far drive. No? Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It's a far drive. And it then you hiked there? Mm-hmm. Was it really pretty? It was really pretty. Yeah. There were some waterfalls and stuff. Nice. Yeah. So we hiked there and then I got some of my birthday presents. Oh, nice. Yeah. Some cute rain boots and the rain jacket right there. Do you see it? Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very cool. So does your was this the first time that your mom has been here since you moved? since i've moved but no she's been up here to visit chelsea nice. so yeah i'm glad y'all had a good visit thanks okay um, wait so what'd you do this weekend though uh this weekend i did yoga i went to my old boss's housewarming party she has a super cute house in west seattle so then after we left the housewarming party, Desmond said, I think I'm going to start looking for houses in West Seattle. I was like, you are? Because he's never said that he wanted to buy a house. But I don't know. I mean. Hey, that might be cheaper. Yeah. In the long it, run, if you put enough of a down payment on. If you put enough of a d- down payment on, it would for sure be cheaper than our rent. I like how adulty we just went. I know. We went deep into adults. I don't know if I want to buy a house. We went deep into adulting. Desmond said that he wouldn't buy a house with me until we're married. Well. What do you think? Do you agree with that? up to someone else. (laughs) Do you? Do you? Would you buy a house with somebody that you No, it could be up to you. You can propose. This is a feminist podcast. (laughs) I've proposed before. To Desmond? Yeah. He doesn't take it seriously. Oh. (laughs) I'm like just freaking marry me like i don't need anything i just want to like sign a piece of paper with you maybe he like sets it back every like he like has a huge surprise now we're putting him on the spot anyway let's continue so we don't have to end would you um would you marry somebody that you weren't engaged to or married to would you buy a house with (laughs) sorry i'm like would i marry someone i wasn't married to (laughs) would you buy a house with somebody that you we're not married to. Bye bye. Bye. Not mm. just rent. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it depends on the situation. No, you're right. I would. I would buy a house with this. I right would now. want it to be like my life partner. Yeah. Because that's kind of been like a lot of crap to deal with. Yeah. But depends on the situation. Depends on the situation. What did you do this weekend? More of hiking and eating. Yeah. When did your mom just leave? Rolled on. <laughs> yeah, she left this afternoon, but I didn't get to see her today. Did they stay in the house? No, they got the hotel in Issaquah. Oh, in Issaquah. Mm-hmm. And why didn't they stay here? I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you mm. just said okay. All right, whatever <laughs> floats your boat. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. But I am happy it's fall. There's so many fall colors. It's cold and it's dark. It gets dark at 6.30. Okay, I'm trying to be happy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can you not okay, with the negativity? <laughs> I get was, out. <laughs> I was in your shoes three years ago and then this is me three years later. Can you be not cynical for me for it's three great. seconds? It's great. 
girl, I'm going to make you feel happy. You can get all warm and then you can snuggle with your des and then you can light the candle and that smells like a pumpkin and then you can buy a pumpkin and then it's the fall and colors. And then you can then drink a pumpkin spice latte. It's not that bad. Okay, so today we are talking about reverse sexism. So in a broad sense, this means sexism that is directed towards the dominant sex, which means in a narrower sense that it's sexism against men. And both Kenzie and I found, based off of our research, that a lot of feminists do not think reverse sexism is real and they are very much offended by it. Yeah. Did you find that too? Yes, I did. I saw that on the internet. So I... First thing when you Google (laughs) reverse sexism. Yeah, they're definitely loud and clear about that they... Basically, what I got from the argument is that reverse sexism would only exist if there's sexism. And so it all comes back to treat women equal. Is that what you got from it? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll share my theories. (laughs) Okay. But I still... I feel like we are very... Are we conservative feminists for maybe a little bit believing in reverse sexism? I haven't said my beliefs yet. Okay. I think some of the articles, I was like, oh, good point. Some of them I did say really good point, but then some of them I was like, I don't know. I agreed with the men. I was like, but then I felt like a super terrible feminist, but we'll get there. Okay. So what one of the main things, like as soon as we decided to do a reverse sexism, podcast I just thought of this all on my own and it drives me insane how men have to pay to get into clubs but women get in for free and it's like oh girls get in free men give me 20 bucks it's like no we should all have to pay 10 bucks then I hate how that is driven in the clubs to do that yeah is a just all around sexism because it's kind of like we just want women in here so we're going to get women in here by giving them like a discount which in turn yeah you're saving money but at the same time it's kind of like should you be doing that like should you be playing their game and then you go in there and you're just like there to attract men Mm -hmm. who have to pay more which it's sexist against them that they have to pay a difference Mm -hmm. I think it's sexism to both it is drives me insane Insane when they like do a that. circle it is a circle which is the feminist argument that reverse sexism doesn't exist but one of the arguments but it drives me crazy everybody should have to if you're gonna charge twenty dollars to the man everybody should have to pay ten dollars and that's that and i'm tired of it and i also whenever i was googling that it brought me down this really really nasty hole of there's this club in las vegas I'm sure that it happens everywhere, but this one was specific to Las Vegas where the club promoter, um, she was texting him to get tickets. I guess that's what you do. Like I'm so removed from the club culture that I don't even know what you do. I think that's what you do. Cause I one time went to a Vegas with a hardcore partier and I was just like friends with them outside of the party scene. And so like, I had no idea and they were a partier. So they were like, Texting the promoters yeah, like but crazy. How would you even know who to text? Like, how would you get their number in the first place? So, what I found, I don't know how they got the number in the first place, but I saw screenshots of text messages. And the girl was like, Hey, I'm planning my best friend's bachelorette party. It's going to be six girls. Can we get into so and so on Friday night? And he was like, are, are there any men with you? No, there are no men with us. That was like the first thing they asked. Are there any men with you? And he was like, okay, if it's all girls, then I can probably get you in. Like he, if there was going to be a couple of guys with them, then he would have been like, no. And then he was asking for their Instagrams to see what they looked like and said that if there are any whales, then they, they're not allowed to come in. Okay, so it's a circle of sexism. Yes. So then I can't, then that doesn't make you agree with the argument, though. Or do you just think it's straight sexism on both sides? I think equally? it's both. I think it's sexism on both sides. Whoever wants to go to the club to see whatever DJ should just have to pay to get in. It shouldn't matter what you look like. It shouldn't matter how skinny you are. It shouldn't matter if you have a penis or a vagina. It should not matter. You should just have to pay to get into a club. I agree, but they make money from it. They do, and then they they only have pretty girls you know, in the front row. And then that's what they take their pictures and put on their website and put on their Instagram. 
Like ah, uh, capitalism. Oh my god, it like drove me crazy. And I love Vegas with my whole entire heart, but I just like gamble and stay at the pool all day. So oh really? I'm like the I like I like. I have to be in the mood. So I have to like mentally prepare. This is just clubbing in general. But like I'm not a big gambler. But I I do like from now and then to have some fun. But like I would have to like really mentally prepare. Like okay this weekend's dedicated to this. You're going to have fun. You're going to go out. Because I'm like get sleepy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like enjoy it like a few times a year to like go out. Go out and, and like stay out till 2 a.m. I can't remember the last time I stayed out till like 3 a.m. I'm not saying you have to stay out to go to a club. You don't have to stay out till three. No, that's true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for me, Vegas, I never go out in Vegas. I literally sit at a pool or sit at a slot machine. And that's so fun to me. (laughs) It's like the opposite of what people our age should be doing. But anyway, so that was the first thing that I thought of. Then I found an article that some feminists were hating on and I will also read some of their comments as well but it was what are some common forms of sexism that men face it's from the Huffington Post by Arsene Hodali and Jazz Jerner so when a man and a woman commit the same crime the man will most likely most of the times receive a harsher sentence and be assumed the initiator if the man and woman were partners in the crime. This is largely sexist towards women in that it believes men to be more in control of their own actions, but it is a double-edged sword. What do you think about that one? Is it women is control of their actions or is it the stereotypes against both sexes for their own reasons? Like women are known typically as more like delicate and followers, followers. And then men are just leaders and hard and not sensitive. Making the decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's sexism towards both. The next one is that men are conditioned to reject anything feminine within themselves, such as emotions frailty and so on so this is the one that I feel like I do agree with because yeah it's the one I agree most with yeah I'm like is it I like want people to know I genuinely like want to know the proper terms is it like sexism or is it just wrong yeah well for me sexism is making a difference between if you're a man or if you're a woman and they're sexism is discriminating to either of the sexes so in this case I guess you're discriminating to boys because you're saying you shouldn't have emotions you shouldn't be frail you shouldn't be delicate and then the next one um, that is really closely related to this one is that boys are commonly shown less compassion than girls from an early age amongst other things boys are picked up after and slower than girls when they start to cry that's weird I know so if you have, if you got twins, make sure you pick up the boy first <laughs> or them equally. Hello. <laughs> pick them up equally. So, okay. Don't pick up the boy first necessarily. Alternate boy first, then girl first, boy first, then girl first. Because they say that. Or pick them up both equally. Go scoop them in. <laughs> you got two arms for the two babies and you go scoop <laughs> or you switch off who goes first. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think that that does have an impact. They say that, like, the first, I don't know, eight months or nine months of your life or something, how much you're picked up and how much you're loved and kissed and cuddled and loved really sets a precedence for you and your entire life, kind of. And so the fact that boys are shown less compassion, as small as being tiny babies that can impact the way that they grow up and the way that their emotion, they portray their emotions. So I think that that is kind of the only, one of the only key points that I really strongly agree with in terms of is reverse sexism real or not. Now I agree. They're called like wuss and sissy, which is not good. And they're like, they're belittled. I mean, yes, it is sexism because those words are sexist and derogatory toward women because it's making women seem less than. Yes, that's real. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to belittle that. But at the same time, it's doing a disservice to the boy. Like, it's 
saying that he couldn't be loving, he couldn't be emotional, he can't be feminine if he wants to be feminine. Um, he can't like be a mixture of all these things, whether he like likes to play rough and tumble and then he likes to pick flowers and like all these things. And uh, while we're just talking about it, I do have points on that, that I really like that. Like that also makes me think of like the toys in the toy section where like target is trying an initiative to like not label it boys versus girls section anymore. It's just like kids. That's great. Which is great. And, um, I think that's really good. Like I was allowed to pick up and I just didn't have a brother, so I can't compare it to it. But, like, I was allowed to pick up Hot Wheels. I was allowed to, like, dress like Simba and not told, well, you're a girl, so maybe you should dress like Nala, you know? Mm-hmm. I wasn't told any of those things. Um, but I think it's probably the same for men. Like, I watched this one YouTube channel, and it's the Coney Jolies. And I, they're a family, in, um, an Irish family living in London. And they're really cool because they don't say a word to their son and let him be who he is whether that doesn't like just because he's doing this doesn't mean he'll turn out one way or another but they don't act like it's any different like he is raised they have two girls and then he's just surrounded by all the like princess stuff Mm because the girls are girly naturally because that you can clearly tell they don't like try to push it on them Mm -hmm. and he just turns out to like princess stuff too and so he dresses like a princess like all of them when like all of them do it and the dad like will dress him up as a princess willingly and perfect just say oh you're beautiful I love it that's what the dad says to the son like you're beautiful you look great you just look like the princess you know and so you found this on YouTube no it's like a YouTuber like it's like a a family that YouTubes every day cool so yeah they let their son little oh uh Eduardo they let Eduardo like dress up as whatever that's so cool I want to watch it now yeah they're really cute that reminds me of Amanda who is my sister-in-law we had her on earlier on in one of our episodes, um, she has a friend who will only let her kids, I think she has one boy and one girl, she will only let her kids watch Netflix because she doesn't want them to watch commercials because commercials is really where you see girls only playing with Barbies and boys only playing with Hot Wheels. And so with Netflix, there are no commercials, so they won't be, they can still watch cartoons on Netflix, but they won't have to be like, oh, I'm a girl, so I must only like pink or whatever. Yeah. Isn't that a cool idea? Yeah. I think that's interesting for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I just think that kind of brings around to the whole toy thing. So that was my comment on that. Like if I have a son and daughter, like I'll just let them pick out whatever they want to pick out, you know? Nice. Like when I was little, I wanted to be a king. Yeah. Not like a princess because Simba wanted to be king. So... You yeah. love Simba. I loved him. <laughs> and then I had like a mud cake with all the bugs coming out from like Timon and Pumbaa, like all the fake bugs coming out. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Tomboy. Um, the next article that I found, this was one that had some comments from feminists that I'm going to read as well. So we can talk about both sides of it. But this one's Man in the Woods, 21 Signs That Reverse Sexism Is Still Alive and Well. The first one that I came up with is if a man encounters a spider and happens to scream like a girl, he will be mocked. Double-edged sword. Yeah, I I have been sexist in that category just because I don't want to do it. I'll be like, well, guess you got to pick it up. Guess it's your (laughs) turn because you have a penis, but it's totally wrong to do that. If you tell somebody that you think it's a woman's job to propose, you will be looked at as if you had two heads. Because usually it's like it's the man's job to propose, which makes me mad that Desmond won't take my proposal seriously. Have you tried to legit propose? I honestly like in my head, I had it kind of planned out how I was going to do it. But I have been multiple times like, why don't you just do it like a big surprise proposal thing? Okay, I think I will. Really? I really want to. No, I think it's great. I just have never met someone who's going to propose. Like, that's how weird reverse sexism is. Desmond, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, Desmond. We should put in, like, a warning before we go. Yeah. Um, the next one that this guy thought of is you take naked selfies with your newborn and people think you're creepy. Because women do that. You know, after the baby is born, they'll do, like... They'll do a naked selfie, not with the boob showing, but like the baby will be resting on the chest oh. or the baby will be, I don't know. 
it's encouraged for men to put not like naked but it's it's encouraged for them yeah i guess in a way naked like to put the baby against their chest their right bare chest right when they're first born and just in general like often because mm-hmm. it like creates like kind of a similar bond to the mom mm-hmm. i've heard of that too but you actually do like a portrait session with the mom and the baby and so this guy's point was if the husband or the father were to do that then it would be creepy but for the mom to do it it's like special i guess you're right it does sound <laughs> creepy <laughs> the next one the last one that i really stuck out to me was it is looked down upon to ask a woman her age but for some reason it is acceptable to ask a man his age yeah i don't know and then one of the comments that I wanted to point out was from a really big feminist who was just hating this blog post. And I think it was a man that was a feminist. The interesting thing about this article is that most of these examples, although they affect men, actually reinforce the point that our society doesn't value women and is ultimately sexist. For example, women can wear men's clothing, s- such as a suit, but if men wore a dress, they would be ridiculed. Why is this? Because society views women as the lesser sex, and it is unacceptable for men to lower themselves to conform to female norms. If society changed so that the women were empowered and respected, then maybe it wouldn't be unacceptable for men to exhibit female characteristics. I was like, dang, that's the point that really like drove it home for me. Um, do you want to... Okay, I thought I would end with... One of the best This American Life episodes I've ever heard. But do you want to touch on some of your points as well? Sure. And then my other ones were derogatory words. Like if you have emotions that are deemed an effeminate quality. Um, made fun for fruity drinks. But we already talked on that. Like mm-hmm. on the other stereotypes podcast. But like when a man orders a fruity drink. I have like always seen my guy friends like be like. Oh look how girly this is. I'm like just order the freaking drink. Right. Um let's see like you're not allowed to like musicals or dancing like there's just stereotypes you know um assuming all men are the same is also i think sexist of women yeah like have you ever just like thought uh men (laughs) yes that is sexist to think that like they're not all the same they're not all the no but then whenever we're like like whenever you're talking to me about dating or whatever and like I always use the excuse, oh my gosh, he's being such a man. And it's like, no, I sh- we shouldn't he's say that. He's just being a jerk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, I don't know. Uh, there's probably great men out there. It's just a luck of the draw. And I wonder if when like reverse our conversation and imagine two men like having coffee and like talking about their dating lives and what if the woman wasn't treating him very well i wonder if the friend would be like oh my gosh women do you think that probably they, yeah but i don't know but at the heart of that do you mean it i don't i don't necessarily mean it but at the same time i'm sure men don't mean it when they say a derogatory stuff toward us you know mm-hmm. so we should just stop saying it yep Okay, um, let's see. Yeah, so I found the same articles, I think. But, yeah, that's all I had. <laughs> okay, so I really, really loved... It was an episode of This American Life. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It's very, very big. I haven't... I know it's I would NPR. like it. You would love it. It's NPR. Yeah, I know. I love it, my little NPR. Girl, you got to listen to This American Life. So What's it about? Anything. It's hosted by Ira Glass. He has the one of the best voices you've ever heard on radio. I'm taking this podcast more relaxed. Nice. Um, it's about every week it touches on certain topics. It'll have a theme. And then it has different um, scenes. And it'll say, like, for the first 10 minutes will be about this topic. And they're usually about mm, 45 minutes long. And so it's such a good, it's such a good podcast. So episode 626 was probably three weeks ago and it was called White Haze. And Robin Simon from This American Life interviews Jason Kessler. 
she interviews him and she's uh, she's a woman her name is Robin and she's black and Robin starts out by saying Kessler's a UVA grad he's 33 he voted for Obama and when he talks about what set him down this path to pro-white activism he points to a single experience experience I was surprised what a common experience it was something that happens to people all the time, and they do not end up organizing rallies with torches. He didn't get a job that he wanted. That's what led him down this path. So then she interviews him about not getting this job that he wanted. Here's what happened. He didn't come from money. His parents didn't go to college. He graduated with a psych degree and student loans and started looking for a job. He says that he had been working some and says for about a year he was a counselor in a mental health facility. And then it picks up with their phone conversation, and this is Jason Kessler. So I had an experience, and I tried to apply for a job at Region 10, which is, which is the healthcare provider around here. And there were two positions. There was one which was full-time and one which was as-needed. So they hired me for the as-needed thing. And I was happy about that at first because I had been applying for these jobs for years and after I graduated and they wouldn't even give me an interview. So when I showed up to orientation, I met the woman who had been hired over me, you know, for the full-time position. And we were all talking in this big orientation session about our experience. She said that she had had no experience in the mental health care f- field. She had worked as a dental hygienist. So, uh, so at that point, I was pretty angry. Because I felt like I had been picked over for reasons not having anything to do with my qualifications, but having to do with identity variables. Why did I think this? Because most all the women, excuse me, most all the people working at this mental health care facility were white women or black women. I mean, there was nothing else. It seemed to me like there was a discrimination that was happening here. So... A woman getting hired over him is what led him down this extreme pro-white activist that he is. Pro-white male. Pro-white male. Interesting. I thought, I guessed, yeah, dang. So Robin asks, was the woman who was picked over you, was she white or black? And Jason says, she was white. So I think, I mean, the affirmative action stuff is not just about race. It's also a gender issue. Robin suggested maybe it wasn't discrimination. Maybe the woman was a better interview or some other thing that you don't even know about. But he decided that discrimination, something fishy, even though he admitted he didn't have proof. And then Robin goes on to say, of course, even if he were right... This is a story that happens much more often to women and people of color than to white men. But years later, this is what Kessler points at 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 the beginning of a real shift. Slided as a man, feeling like women and blacks get all of the breaks. This story about being pushed out made sense to him, and it stuck. And this this brought Robin to the thing that she learned from this conversation. From there, he made a leap I truly couldn't understand. A leap from that experience back then to this conclusion. Jason Kessler said, We are being replaced culturally and ethnically. So just by this one turning point in in his life where a woman was picked for a job over him, it completely rerouted the course of his life. And he believes that white men are being replaced culturally. Just because he probably wasn't as good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he admits that he doesn't have proof. But he's saying, I had mental health care experience and she had been a dental hygienist. And so that was his proof as saying, oh, I was not hired because I'm a white man. She was hired because she's a woman and, and they wanted to bring up their, you know, women's stats so it's a dangerous dangerous tunnel to go down yeah and it led him down a i mean a crazy tunnel he's the one that organized charlottesville and he can go back to that point in time to say that this is what led me down this path 
That's sad. I know. And it's crazy. And it also brings up so many other points, too, because I know that there is, you know, the affirmative action out there to make sure that minorities, um, black, Hispanic, um, women. I don't know if it's for women, is it? I think it's for women. I thought it was just for race or for uh, uh, backgrounds. Oh, I'm going to Google it. Okay. But um, it brings up a, the good point of should we hire for the best fit or should we hire to meet a quota? Is the quota the right word that I'm looking for? Um, I think we should do both. I think if we should have... Qu- like standards for the people that we're setting, but then also at the same time, in order to end gender like inequality, we need to like look at all people more equally than we have been and like making room for everyone to succeed a little bit because, um, because like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Shoot, privilege does exist, so like. Yeah. It's making room for people to climb to the top and it's making, it's just making room for everyone. That's like its argument and that's what I think where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. Um, My, one of my favorite people on Instagram, her name is. Oh, you're right. It is both. I'm sorry. Race and um, sex. Yeah. Um, one of my f- absolute favorite people to follow on Instagram, Yoga Girl. I make her follow it, or I follow her I with. Make her <laughs> I follow her on the Peaceful Truth, so you probably see her. But um, she is just this light that I just love to follow, and I love to see all of her posts that she does. And she's a businesswoman. She owns a yoga studio. She does so much stuff. I can't even list all the things that she does, but she has a podcast as well. And she had her husband on a couple of weeks ago and she was saying that if there are two people presented to her for an open position that she may have at one of her companies, if one is a man and if one is a woman, and let's say she honestly is looking at their resumes, maybe she's even done a first round interview with them. And she honestly feels like they both have really strong qualities and if she thinks that their background and experience is the perfect fit for whatever position she has then she will hire the woman over the man Mm. like if they're if they're equal like if she couldn't decide you know like she's not going to just hire she's not going to hire a woman over a man if the woman is clearly less qualified and clearly would not be a good fit for her team but let's say that you know, she's having a hard time deciding or she feels like both are equal fits, then she will pick the woman. Hmm. But she, she flat out said it on her podcast. As long as they're equally qualified and, um, you know, a good fit culturally, then she's going to pick the woman. Like, I don't know. I just don't know if I believe his story. He's like such an extremist. I think that he is one of those guys, like, it's kind of like the people that, like, there's a, group of men and it's called like the good guy or something like that or good boys good boys or something like that or something and it's women do it too where they're like oh women reject all the nice guys and only go for the douchebags and they like it's like assuming nothing is wrong with them it's like that complex where they're like oh instead of like introspective looking at hey what did I do to screw up what did I do to do wrong they're blaming it on all of women it's like when men resent women for not dating them and then they like there's been men like that that are extreme and then will like do something violent and act out it's like mass murderers will do some mass murderers in history have done that some men have shot up sororities doing that like it's that same mentality when they're like I'm the good guy and and I've met two men like this in my life that I like did not feel attracted to and because they were too clingy and a little creepy and like they were not being fully polite like they were saying they were kind of being uh, too aggressive and it's scaring me 
just like like to the point where I just did not feel comfortable around them and they were like oh I'm the good guy I'm never only girls want douchebags and I'm like no maybe you're just gross and maybe you should just be introspective about what the f is wrong with you and same with that guy like instead of blaming it on people just have some balls and move on or sorry that's sexist even to say that just you know what I mean just do you get what I'm saying? No, I totally get what you're saying. You were saying because even Robin, the interviewer, was like, "Did you ever think that maybe she was really good in an interview?" I mean, an interview speaks a lot about whether you're going to get a position or not. I think me- women can also have that mindset. Like, there's another woman that I see on Facebook that I'm friends with on Facebook that'll be like, "Gosh, it's all the hoes that get married and get the guy, while it's the g- girls that never get anything." And I'm just like. It's those type of people where it's never their fault. fault. They can never look inside themselves and say, well, what did I do wrong in this situation to not get this job? Or what did I do in this situation to not get a second date or whatever the issue is? Isn't that crazy, though, that he can point to that? To that He's one of those people, point? though. He's definitely one of those people that can't that think that the whole world is against him and he's done nothing wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's a hundred percent who he is. I just, there's like a whole chain on Reddit. Have you ever heard of Reddit? It's like yeah. the forum where you can like post links and comment on it. Okay. It's a whole page and it's a, it's uh the nice guys is what it's called. So it's guys who like, it's, it's this type of person. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Awareness post from Twitter is what this one's called. I have no idea what it says. If you think that, quote, girls never go for nice guys. Oh. Oh, okay. But this guy's making a good point. He goes, consider the possibility that, A, they do, and B, you're not the one. <laughs> um, so he's arguing for our side. Yeah. Okay. She's never... She's never get with him, which is incorrect grammar. Um, he's friend zoned. He's the dependable guy she can turn to when every other guy treats her like crap and gets to say to him, why are there just no decent men around? And he just gives her the blank expression, probably in disbelief. Not that it's happened to me or anything. <laughs> that looks like it was from a screenshot from a text. Yeah. So it's just like a self-pity Oh, and here's one where it's like someone looking introspectively. It kind of reminds me of this dude. And he's like, am I a self-entitled dick? No, it's the girls that are wrong. (laughs) No, it's just like, ugh. You want people to fess up whenever they make a mistake. Or you want people to own, own it. Is that what you, is that how you feel, Kinsey? Yeah, like. Own it. Own own your mistakes. Own what you did wrong. Mm. Own why you didn't get a job over a woman. Yeah, just pick it up and keep looking for a dang job instead of forming a white supremacist group, you psychopath. Jesus Ooh, Christ. Girl, she's fired up. Lord, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Everything's been pro-men. Ugh. Anyway, I'll see myself out. Anyway, you should listen to that episode because I think you would really like it. Someone's interrupting our podcast. This time it's a woman interrupting our podcast. It's Annie. And another woman. Chelsea. Three women interrupting our podcast. We a dog, are, a cat, and a Chelsea. We are getting woman interrupted instead you of You want to come have input on something? I thought you were done. No. <laughs> come on. Okay. So we're talking about reverse sexism and whether it's oh. real. Like girls being sexist against boys? Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. But a lot of feminists say it's not. It's like when a man is called a wuss, that's like really sexism against a woman because it's calling, it's belittling women. Okay. But then we were talking about the nice guys too. Have you ever heard about the nice guys that are like, oh, I never get a woman and they can't be introspective. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, oh, I'll never get a woman. They just like douchebags and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And nice guys never win. What do you think about those douchebags? What are they really trying to say? They're really just sad about themselves. We're just saying that they like don't take credibility for their actions. Right. And they're not introspective. Absolutely. Kenzie went off on those people. 
I hate them. Kenzie wants... I don't hate them. I don't hate anyone, but I think they're stupid. Kenzie just wants them to to live up to whatever... Yeah, because I've met them. There's been like a bajillion dudes that I've interacted with in life. You're just tired of it. Tired of it. (laughs) I'm curious to see, after people listen to this episode, I'm curious to see what people think about reverse sexism. Um, If they think that it's real or if they think that it's all just driven by women being the not as empowered sex. Yeah. Um, I have one more thing to bring up, though. Are oh, yeah. Are we done with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so did you see the Dove incident, since we're talking about, like, uh, everyone's rights and equality? No. So it's very racist. So, like, the ad is basically advertising liquid soap. You know how Dove... Dove and I'm soap? a user. I don't, I, I don't think I'm a Dove user anymore. That's how bad it was. Oh, my God. So they put on there, and it was soap. And it had a black woman taking off a shirt that's the same skin tone as her and then her transforming into a white woman. What? Why? I don't know. And they put it out for everybody to see? Yeah, like I'll show it to you. And here it is. Oh, they dropped it. Well, yeah. Isn't isn't that horrible? It's about yeah. Why in the world would they do that? That's so obvious to me. And Dove like, has been like, in the past. They were all about, um, you know, saying we're not all size two, we're not all size zero, like embracing your body and embracing whatever size you are. And then they do this. That just. This seems weird. I also want to speak out against this because, no, it's all sympathy. I know I have privilege. I know I'm, like, recognizing, but I think that you have to be an activist in order to change it. But another thing that's on their labels, and it's still sold online and in some stores, so I don't know if they pulled it from, like, their future bottles. So, like, I'm not calling them out because I haven't done enough research, but I want to um, and expose it if it is. But on the bottles, it says, on a lot of, like, the lotion bottles, it says, from skin types from normal skin type to dark skin normal what what's normal dove says that yeah what's normal what's normal skin can you define normal for me oh and dark skin isn't oh my gosh how have we been using dove for this long that was sarcasm by the way no how have we been using dove for this long how is this okay I mean, I'm going to start reading their bottles. I, like, want to go through the grocery store and check. And it, so it was on a lotion bottle. Yeah. From normal to dark skin. My mind is blown right now that we live in 2017, almost 2018, and that is on a bottle. And even if you can still buy it online, like on Amazon, if they're on discount now, like, even if that's what it is and it's pulled, that's, one, still not okay that they ever did that and we just should boycott them because that's horrific. And second of all, like, it just shows, like, that it wasn't that long ago. If it's still, like, available in some capacity, it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. Well, even if it, I mean, that's just never okay. No, it's never that okay, but it's just, like, we haven't progressed. That's what it shows. We haven't been progressed. It just shows that things are still real and things are still here and we still need to recognize things. Like, racism and sexism is still real. Like... That, like, she shouldn't be transforming into a white girl. Well, no worries should be transforming in it. We should just be ourselves. Like, why is that? Why? When was this ad put up? The other day. Really? Like, Saturday. Saturday? Or like, this weekend or last week. I can't believe that this is for real. And we pulled it? Yeah. How many layers of approval does an ad have to go through in order for I mean, it to like, come up? Within like three seconds, if I ever saw that, I would just be like, oh, yeah, that's horrible. And if I were the white girl, I'd be like, wait, why am I doing this? <laughs> Not to blame them. Like they could like go to the shoot and just leave. But right. That's crazy. Oh, girl, this world that we live in. Oh, girl, I just got fired. Kenzie is fired up about Dove. nice guys and racists. Get out. Racist Get soap out. and nice guys. Kenzie is done with you. I'm 
over it. And my mind is blown that Dove does that. I totally, that's all I use is Dove. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to use it anymore. I got to tell Des, throw out that Dove soap. Boy, we're going to use, I don't know what do other people use, Dial. <laughs> dial. Uh, shit, what are the other soaps? Green, Evergreen. Irish. Irish Spring. spring. I don't know. That makes your find skin feel like And cardboard. then Nivea had something like that too. Really? That's you know the German brand soap? It said... And I guess it was an ad in er, Germany or an ad a few years ago or something. And it said, white is pure. Why? <laughs> Why do they think that this is okay? <laughs> Germany is also a progressive country. Well, at times. <laughs> at times, but they let that one slip through the cracks. That's crazy. I'm glad that you pay attention to this stuff. Okay, but what's my my argument back? I think all of this kind of ties back into, like, why he's wrong is because there clearly weren't women of diversity, at least, or maybe even women, not saying that all men are like this. White men are, I know a lot of wonderful white men, but I'm saying enough diversity to get that perspective was clearly not on that team mm-hmm. for Dove. That like if that's clearly obvious. Mm-hmm. They so needed some. They need diversity. That's why companies need diversity to bring different perspectives awareness. and just to be equal in a better company because someone else can bring something way better. Yep. Just fired. Kenzie's fired up. You have a right to be. I cannot believe that Dove put up that ad. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm glad that you showed that to us and that you, we should put up like a link to it or something. Yeah. Boycott Dove. Boycott Dove. Um, on another uh, very serious, another note, because this is also serious, um, let's go back and just say that uh, we, we didn't say it at the beginning, but like we need to make sure to donate to the hurricanes and the natural disasters plus las vegas and keep all of those people in our thoughts and prayers and just always continue to keep them in their minds because they're going to need love and mutual support from everyone for a long time Mm -hmm. kenzie's wearing her home sweet texas shirt yes which donated to i think the campaign's over but i donated like five thousand dollars to boutiques of like women business owners perfect Mm mm-hmm Yep, so just remember to keep all of them in your thoughts and prayers. Donate blood for Vegas. And any extra little change that you could have, anything helps. Yes, what's our positive thing? Um, my positive thing for the week is that on Saturday, we're going out for your birthday. My birthday. And then I'm getting my uh, second Reiki treatment on Saturday. I can't wait to hear. You'll have to like continually. I'm going to have really good energy on Saturday for your birthday. Good vibes. And then Monday I start my new job. (gasps) So many news. My joys is that I have so many wonderful friends. And you get to celebrate your birthday. Yeah. In Seattle. Yeah. Perfect. I have a quote here from Margaret Thatcher. Mm -hmm. She says, in politics, if you want anything said, ask a man. If you want anything done, ask a woman. Bam. Bam. Mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe. Subscribe. Like us on Instagram under the Peaceful Truth and Facebook and Twitter. And And rate us even if it's bad. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.